I'm Ashley. I'm Russ. And together we make Rushly. We have been married for seven years and we have two little girls. Well, one and a half. One that's here, one that's on the way. We live in Springville, Utah. I'm an aspiring pilot. I currently work at a maintenance facility for private jets. I stay home with our daughter. I also own my own business. I am a certified sleep consultant for kids. My business is called Sleeping Child Sane Parent. The idea behind the podcast is to just kind of review the week and talk about whatever we want to talk about. We'll each bring like three items to the podcast and maybe talk about all of them, maybe not, depending on how long it goes. It's just meant to be like a real authentic conversation, a chance to better show who we are so people can know who we are. Welcome to the Rushly Review. <laughs> Hi. Oh, jinx. Whoops. You owe me a soda. From Soda Delicious, though. Because I don't want just like a plain soda. They're not as good anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, how was your week, babe? Mm, long. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Anything else to say about your week? Not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. How was yours? Um, I feel like I had a good week. It was weird, because you weren't here. You were gone all week, gone out of town for the first time in like two years. And uh, so that was, you know, different. But also I feel like I got a lot done because I'm more productive when you're out of town. And luckily Ada was like really good the whole week. Like, last week in our podcast, we were talking about how she had been crazy that day. And I was a little bit nervous for the week without Russ and thinking of her being that way while he was gone. But she was, like, really good the first couple days and then maybe less good the next couple days. But she was also sick, so sick days are movie days when I'm the parent. And, uh... I guess she's just crazy when I'm here. No. She just... She was sick, and so she got movies, which helps her be less crazy, at least while they're on. So my hardest day was Friday, when you were coming back. She started being all crazy in that morning. But other than that, she was pretty good, so... That was a win. Good. Yeah. And also, this week, I found out people are listening to our podcast, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, even if those people are my sister and my friend. Hey, Rachel. Hey, Alicia. (laughs) Get a shout out. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it was really cool because my sister, she... um, She, like, told me, I used something you said in your podcast to, like, in my life. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And then my friend said, uh, she was saying how the first episode where we, 
I mean, you probably don't remember because I didn't remember. I actually listened to it again really quick when she texted me. But um, you and I, like, had a discussion in the first episode where we thought we had talked about something and came away um, not on the same page, even though we thought we were on the same page. And she was like, that is, like, 100% my life, talking about something and thinking you're on the same page and not being on the same page. So... That was good validation, I guess. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, and also, going back to you being out of town this week. Yes, it was an okay week, and yes, I got a lot done, but Ada and I both missed you a lot, and we were very excited to have him come home. It was actually fun. I told him to pick up dinner on his way home, and then... He got caught in traffic, so I was like, I'll go get dinner. You just come home. So Ada and I were at the restaurant picking up dinner, and as I was, like, starting to walk out of the restaurant, I left Ada in the car because it was for, like, 30 seconds, and I don't worry about stuff like that, so don't <laughs> don't call CPS on me. Um, and she was locked in there, and the temperature was fine. Anyway, she was fine. But... As I was walking out of the restaurant, I saw Russ unlock the door and climb into the car with her and surprise her. And she was excited to see him, and I was excited to see him. I was glad he made it home, because I miss him when he's gone. All right, enough of that mush. <laughs> um, what's first on your list today, babe? I was just going to talk a little bit about what I was doing. So I traveled to Michigan this week for a conference uh, for just some kind of in-depth training and certification for the position that I'm going to be taking on at work. Um, And learned a lot of good things, a lot of things that will need to change at work in order to be more compliant with these uh, kind of regulations and um, procedures that are supposed to be taken care of. Because your facility is a newer facility, right? So, like, you mm-hmm. guys don't know as much as people who have been around for a while? Uh, not necessarily true. Uh, the current Q- QA person has been around this stuff for 20 years. So he knows a lot Um and has a lot of experience with it, but just there are some things that I don't know that um, that are super clear in the regulation, uh, and so there was some clarification that happened, and um, so it was good. Like there were some specific things that he wanted me to ask about, uh, and and be mindful of during the conference, and ask questions about to the presenters and things. Uh, and so there there were a lot of good things to learn and um, some questions answered for all of us once I passed that information along. Um, yeah, I also got to spend a day at one of our other facilities in Michigan. Uh, just I spent a lot of time talking to their uh, QA uh, and kind of getting a handle on how they do things and some of the the procedures that they have in place. Um, 
and there were some really good things that I was really impressed with and that I was like, we, I think we should implement that. And there were some other things that I think there are probably better solutions, but there, um, like there, there's a lot of manual kind of tracking that goes on. And I think that there are, there's, there've got to be better solutions for tracking when things expire and when to, um, kind of recertify on some of these things. And so I, I'll have to be doing some research into, to what might work better for keeping track of those things. Cause I think there are definitely better tools out there. So it was, and it, it was really good to see kind of a, a fully working facility and how, um, how things kind of should work, I guess, because as a new facility, there are a lot of new people, uh, but also a lot of, um, I'm not like procedures that aren't in place, um, and relationships that aren't in place yet. And so it was interesting to see how, uh, some of the relationships between line and mechanics were, uh, when it came to aircraft movement in and out of hangars and uh, who was doing what in terms of getting everything set up and prepped and ready to go. Um, where I feel like in Provo, the, the facility is new and under capacity. Uh, and so there there isn't really a big time crunch when it comes to movement like that because teams are spread out so far and there aren't enough mechanics to be working everything anyways. And so because there, it's not a full facility in terms of uh, maintenance yet, um, there aren't as many mechanics to be helping with things. If uh, And it just seems like everybody, not very many people really know what's going on. And so that makes it difficult. Uh, but at, in Battle Creek, it was really good to see how the, the mechanics were stepping up and, and kind of getting things going, uh, even before we arrived, like things were pretty much ready to go. Just a few things to, to figure out, to, to get things going. Uh, so that was, it was really cool to see and kind of experience the, the functionality in that way. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad you liked it since you had to be there all week. Good thing it wasn't, like, boring. <laughs> well, some parts were boring, but other parts were good. Got to wa finish watching Lord of the Rings extended yeah. versions. That was really a great thing that happened while you were gone. <laughs> you watched Lord of the Rings without me. I had to buy a DVD player, but it was worth it. <laughs> you know what? I think it was worth it, too. <laughs> Just since I didn't have to watch them. They're so long. I probably could have binged a whole lot more Seinfeld if I hadn't bought it, though. Did you watch Seinfeld at all? The last morning, I watched a couple episodes of Seinfeld. Oh, because it was on TV? Yeah. Gotcha. I've never seen Seinfeld, really. It's funny. It's a good one. Oldie. <laughs> You gonna ask me, or do I just have to launch into it? What's your thing? <laughs> um, my first one is uh, we had some. Well, 
I say we, but Russ was gone, so I had some Airbnb guests this week, just for one night. Um, it was two girls, Callie and Ainsley, and they were like 26 and 18, um, but the 18-year-old did not seem like she was 18, like she was very mature. <laughs> um, when she said she was 18, I was like, what? Because <laughs> I thought they were both like around my age. But um, it was so fun, uh, probably because Russ was gone, um, like I talked more to them, um, because usually like if Russ gets home from work, then it's my time with Russ, like we have limited time together, so I would have said like goodnight, but um, because he wasn't here, I just stayed up till midnight talking to these two girls, and it was really fun because... We're all, like, we just have such different backgrounds, um, but it was such a good conversation, and we, like, all walked away from it being like, that was so great. Um, they were just, they were interested in hearing about my religion, um, and I was interested in hearing about their backgrounds, and um, they just had lots of questions for me, and, and I had lots of questions for them, too, just because we... Um, we all grew up so differently, but I, I don't know. It just kind of reminded me that we don't all have to think the same way to get along, which I think some people think that you do have to feel the same way about everything to get along. Um, but we, we all had totally different opinions and, um, ideas about things and we still, it was just like we were just learning from each other and mm -hmm. listening to each other and interested in each other's point of views. And we were all very respectful of each other's point of views, even though they were, some of them were so different. It was just like, oh, like that is, like that's interesting that you think that way. And it, it just gave me like more to think about. I don't know. I feel like this, me talking about it sounds very vague, but it was really fun talking to them and getting to know them. I think as long as you're willing to respect another person's opinion and point of view, then there's no issue talking yeah. about things that you don't agree on because you're you're understanding another person. You're not trying to convince them of something. You're not trying to, I guess, force your ideas onto them. You're just learning. Yeah. And how great would it be if, like, the whole world would just work that way? I don't know. I guess it's hard in some areas because I know that there are other times when I struggle more with that. Like, I don't know, sleep training, for one thing. I, I feel like I'm pretty opinionated about that, and I have a hard time when people have different ideas about that than I do. But I don't know. I, I feel really strongly about my religion, too. But I wasn't, like, offended that they thought differently. I don't know. I just feel like there's just so much divide. But if we could just try to understand each other, we would see we all have valid points of view. And we don't all have to think the same thing to, to get along and to even move forward. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. What's up for you next? Uh, so I I spent 
spent quite a bit of time FaceTiming with you guys this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on my way, when I was on my way home, I was mm-hmm. sitting in the Lansing airport for like, I don't know, an hour before um, the flight left and found this, well, it's kind of a small airport, so there's not that many people, but um, I was just sitting in a seating area that was just completely empty. So it was like, I was talking with Ashley and Ada on FaceTime, and Ada's three, so she's, I guess, easily distracted, so it's hard to entertain her. So I had to be a little more animated than I often am. And so I was just playing with her through FaceTime, which was really fun, but it was like, if anyone had been around, I don't think I would have done it, um, because I'm too well, self-conscious. Explain what you did. Uh, I don't, how do you explain that when people can't see you? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he did something that he usually does in person, but he did it on the phone. So if he was, if he were doing it in person, he would like bury his face into her stomach or into her neck and make like a noise like, ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just kind of like attack her playfully. Um, and she would laugh and it, it would be like kind of a tickling sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it would be in person. So on the phone, he was just making the sound and like putting his face closer and closer to the phone. And she was just cracking up. It was like he was here in person. It was, and I was cracking up because it was just so funny and cute, the whole thing. Yeah. So just, I guess there are things that you can still do <laughs> through FaceTime. And like, like I was saying, I, if there had been people around, I don't think I would have, I can almost, I don't think I would have done it at all. Because uh, it would be too weird, and people would be like, "What the freak?" Is Actually, happening? while he was doing it, I was like, "Are there like people around?" <laughs> <laughs> because I know Russ, and I know Russ wouldn't do that if people were next to him. Uh-huh. But it was literally empty. Yep, nobody there. Well, I'm glad no one was there because it was entertaining for all of us. <laughs> and then Ada started doing it back, and that was really cute yeah, too. That was really funny. She'd also like kiss the phone when we were FaceTiming with him or give him a high five. Yeah, that's true. She did do that once. Cute things. It was fun to FaceTime each other so much. I actually kind of felt like we talked, I don't know if I want to say more this week, but we talked at different times than we usually do because you're usually working at um, like dinner time or bedtime, but we would FaceTime during some of those times. And so that was really fun to get to be with you via FaceTime yeah. at those times. Yeah, for sure. Thank goodness for FaceTime. It works. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I have four things, so I'm trying to decide which one I'm going to eliminate. Um, all right, we'll go with this one. So months and months ago, I was listening to a podcast. The podcast is called the Real Life Podcast, which I usually really like, but then there are also some episodes that I'm like, eh, that was okay. Um, but it's like a, a marriage and family and biblical type podcast. Don't really know how to classify it in one word. But um, 
he, he was talking about how in the Bible, birth order matters and how um, whether you're the firstborn or the secondborn, like that determines whether you get like all of your father's estate or not. So it's like a big difference. Um, and I mean, that's kind of a drastic example, but he, he talked about um, like just how we need to get over the idea that all of our kids need to be treated equally because they're different and they have a different birth order and they have different personalities. And um, I, I think a lot of people feel like hesitant or scared to have a second child because they've been able to give all their attention to the first child. And they're mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to be able to do that with the second child. And they start feeling guilty. Um, and in fact, in one of the mom's groups that I'm in on Facebook, uh, this is why I thought about this is because this week in this group, there was a mom talking about how she didn't know if she should have a second child because she felt like that would take away from her first child. And, um, sorry, there's like so many things leading into this one idea. So, um, also along these lines, one of the things that Callie and Ainsley and I talked about is they are both only children and they both want to have five kids, which is actually surprising to me. I feel like not many people want that many kids these days, especially people who are not religious, which these girls weren't religious. And so, um, and they were just talking about how being an only child is just awful um, because your parent focuses all their attention on you and they don't have anywhere else to direct it. So all these ideas together, um, I don't know, I guess I just feel like it's important to, well, and I don't want to give the idea that like you have to have a certain number of kids, you, like do what feels right for your family, but um, I just think there's beauty in however many kids you have and in whatever kind of um, like time and attention you can devote to each child. And what I told the mom in the mom's group on Facebook is that because they're um, because the kids have a different birth order, because they have different life experiences because of their birth order, they're just going to have different um, talents and characteristics. So like an oldest child is more likely to be a leader and a middle child is more likely to be a peacemaker. And, um, and like those are both good characteristics, but you don't have to have both to be like a good person. And so it's just, I just feel like whatever, whatever way you grow up with the however many siblings or however much parental attention you get, um, I think it can be a good situation um, if you like try to make it that way. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I'm not making sense because I'm trying to tie too many things together, but they're just, they've all been on my mind lately. Um, and it's something I've thought about, too, as we're having another kid. Like, I've always wanted, like, we want four kids. And so I've always wanted roughly four kids. And so it doesn't, like, scare me to have a second child. Um, like, I'm not worried about not being able to give all my time and attention to Ada or baby number two. But 
sometimes I feel sad about it. I feel like I got all this time with Ada and I won't get all this time with our second baby um, because I'll have to split my attention between the two of them. But I also feel like they're going to have such a special bond and they're going to be so happy to have a sister and I don't know, like I said, I think they'll learn different things by having an older sibling or a younger sibling um, than they would if they were, like if they didn't have that experience. I don't know, was that too all over the place? <laughs> I don't know, it seemed kind of all over the place, but... Alright, well, I guess that's what you get when I talk, it's just too much, there's too much going on in my brain, can't connect all the dots succinctly that's my biggest problem is I like can't <laughs> which is funny because I studied editing in school but I've always said I can't edit myself because I want to give every single detail so that's why I'm really glad I have Russ because anytime I actually need something edited I write it and then he edits it and I'm like oh my gosh you're so right but I 100% could not see it before he edited it it's like no every single word needs to be there <laughs> So, all right, well, I just took up like a whole podcast with that explanation that was apparently weird, so <laughs> handing it back to you for year number three. Um, I had an experience this week with traffic, and it was horrible, so I just wanted to say how much traffic sucks, <laughs> and, and how much I do not understand it. It's like, stop and go traffic. It just, you get to where, like, it stops being stopping in traffic, and there's nothing causing it. And it just drives me crazy. Especially when it's, like, every other exit, it's, like, stop and go, and then all of a sudden it's not. And then, so you're going, and then stopping, and then going, and then stopping. And it's, like, there's no reason for us to be doing this. Like, yeah. this is just ridiculous. Yeah, that is a weird, uh, what's the word? sensation is kind of I don't know if that's right I don't know. something like that but it doesn't seem like that's the right word yeah just annoying it caused me to take twice as long to get home on yeah. Friday than it should have which was a bummer because I was anxious to see him I kept texting him being like where are you now where are you now and I was driving trying not to die you mean like parking trying not to die well you weren't moving well it was moving it's like it was an actual stop and go it's just slow down really fast and go and so texting was annoying too so sorry it's just trying to figure out when you were gonna make it back to me i didn't was know. missing you didn't know that wasn't your number three i saw your list you change your mind kind of lame okay well so my number three we are for anyone who doesn't know we are members of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and twice a year um instead of like a regular church session at a building um we watch church on tv and it's broad. Well, you can go in person. Oh, yeah, you can go in person, too. There are real people talking somewhere, and then it's broadcast um, 
on TV so that people all over the world can watch it. Um, so, like I said, it's twice a year, and it's a Saturday and a Sunday, and it's it's a lot. It's um, eight hours of um, talks from our leaders about things that they feel are important um, for us to be thinking about and focusing on. Um, the eight hours are split up into four different sessions, so don't worry, you're not like watching church for eight hours <laughs> straight. But it is a lot in one weekend, but it's great. Um, and it's, it's really good to hear the things that they are talking about. Um, and so I just wanted to talk about one of the things that stood out to me, which was, I feel like they talked a lot about um, this age that we live in, how it's so, like we're so connected to our phones and to technology um, and how those can be big, distra big distractions from our connection to heaven, um, which is something that I hear about in a lot of the podcasts I listen to as well, just about how we're so connected to our phones that we, um, we're not making time for the things that really matter, whatever those are, whether those are religious or not. Um, and it's something that's been on my mind for, I swear, years, um, cause <laughs> I swear it's like always on my to-do list, figure out how to limit my phone time. Um, but it sounds so daunting and it's such like a, I don't know, it's definitely what I turn to as like a quick fix kind of thing or like I have nothing to do so I may as well just open up my phone. But I want to be more intentional with my phone time and my technology time. Um, and I always feel like I don't have enough time for some of the other things that matter to me and yet I get my screen report every week that's like, you spend... Oh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> It says I spend about five hours a day on my phone. Dang. And um, I know that some of that is um, watching my daughter on our video monitor. But I know a lot of it isn't. And so, like, I just, I don't even know how I spend that much time on it. And yet, I do. And so, um, I don't know, I guess I just feel... A little more resolved to actually make some sort of a plan and stick to that um, to to use my time better to dedicate it to things that are actually important to me I heard on another podcast I listened to this week actually it was the real life podcast but another episode um, he talked about how he has a goal to spend one hour a day not on his phone one day a week, not on his phone, and one week a year, not on his phone, for like a family vacation or something. Um, and I kind of liked that, just having like really intentional time where even if you're on your phone more at other times of the day or other times of the week, you have like a consecrated hour or day each day or week um, where you don't have your phone on you. And I don't know, I did it this morning um, I, I always get my phone first thing in the morning, and this morning I didn't. I waited, like, I think I waited over an hour before, um, like, looking at my email or social media or anything, and 
it is interesting how just such a such a subtle shift. Um, <laughs> uh, can, That's a tongue twister. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just felt like I started the day better. Even if the rest of the day was just like normal, I just liked having that one hour where I was focusing on on something else that I wanted to be focusing on, where it was just intentional. And I feel like that's that's what I want to do more with my life is really find the things I want to be intentional about and then be intentional about them. Sounds like a good thing. Yeah. You want to share anything about conference? I felt some of the same things, like about intentional things, doing things with a purpose and for a reason. Uh, it's really easy to get sucked into whatever, especially with the technology, instead of having a reason and work, do, like, I guess, working towards something. Like when you have an hour of time or 20 minutes of time, what do you do with that? Uh, and what could you be doing with it? I think that's the key is to really think about what could you be doing with it? Because yeah. I think it's just a default, like standing in the grocery line and what do we do? We pull out our phone or we have 10 minutes before something that's scheduled and what do we do? We pull out our phone. So I think maybe like having a list of like these are options of more productive things I could do yeah. in the in the blank space. Yeah. So that's something I'm going to be thinking about more this week, pondering on and hopefully making some changes so that hopefully next week's screen report is a little bit better. Good luck. Thanks. Cool. Well, I think that's it. Any last words? Not for me. All right. See you next week. Bye.